When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. I had a little bit of an awkward conversation with my mom over the oh. weekend in Iowa. I'm getting ready to leave her house after being there for the weekend, getting ready to drive back to Cincinnati. And she goes, Jess, I got kind of an awkward question to ask you. I said, okay. Yeah. And she goes, um, after I die. <laughs> Whoa. I was like, not a good start. Yeah. After I die, do you want the grandfather clock in the corner of the living room, <laughs> which is a family heirloom. It's it, like a big deal in it, your family, right? It belonged to my grandma. Yeah. It was purchased in Germany. It yeah. is a legit grandfather clock. It's massive. You know, I don't, for those that don't know, grandfather clocks are, this thing is as tall as I am. I'm six foot tall. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how much it cost back in the day, but it is very, very nice. And it chimes and does all those things. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's and they cool. are cool. And I go, a yeah. And as she's, as I'm answering that, I'm like, oh, I got three other brothers and sisters, but okay, cool. And then she goes, uh, okay, this lamp over here, um, do you want that too? That was purchased in Germany. And I'm like, it, I'm like, it was? And I go, what? And then I finally go, why are you asking me this? Like, it's she something goes, well, wrong. she goes, I'm not young anymore. Like I'm almost 70. Oh. And these are, you know, these are questions I have to be at. And like my... I did not specifically ask her. I'm like, is there something I need to know? Yeah, I know. Did you just have a doctor's appointment? And like, is there something I need to know? Because you've never been so, never ever has she been so definitive in these questions. And then she goes, do you think, uh, do you think your twin brother, Joey, like, do you think Joey wants this, uh, this cuckoo clock on the wall? I go, I'm assuming so. Like, (laughs) well, I didn't know we were doing inventory here today, (laughs) but I'm, I'm, very glad she asked. I completely understand. But I was not... That is the first time one of my parents basically said, I'm going to die. And yeah. we, these questions had to be answered. And I'm like, can I have a little bit more lead up before we have these conversations? She definitely sprung it on you. And I do think it's awkward, but I don't know what's the easiest way to go about that. I remember... There's no better way. No, there's not. My I remember my grandparents before they passed away. So these are my mom's parents. And there are five kids in my mom's family. And my grandparents had this notebook where they would write down each of the kids' names and items that they wanted from their home. And this went on for several years so that by the time they passed away, like all of their things were, for the most part, were accounted for. Was this Grandpa Dick? This was Grandpa Dick. This was. Did he say I'd like to leave all my uh, underwear waistbands that we that the kids play <laughs> to his the toys, grandkids. Little Rivermen? Anna admitted we need a that bad she, story yeah, on that. Anna admitted okay. that as a kid, 
they hurt Grandpa, Grandpa Dick. He didn't like to waste anything. Would, he grew up in the Great Depression. In, like in the uh, of the underwear, he'd cut out the waistbands, and the kids would use them as like toys, like rubber bands. Yeah, we, we could like shoot, shoot them at shoot, each other, slingshot them across. Yeah. Oh. So no, he didn't leave those to anyone. Those are in the Aww. trash, um, unfortunately. But yeah. the other things, and so when my grandparents did pass away, though, my mom and her siblings. Yeah, they kind of went off the notebook, as far as yeah, I know. They pull it out like a decree. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> Becky, this one goes to you. Looks like you requested the China. Like, I didn't. Yeah, I the uh, crock pot from 1975 but that's it, orange yeah. goes to. <laughs> Unless you have everything wow, detailed smart. so hardcore in a will somewhere, you almost have to do that. Otherwise, it could cause a fight. That's Think a about good point. it. Yeah. Your parents. Your parents die. You're stressed because of that. And then you got to get together. Let's say you have multiple siblings like we do. Mm. There's five of you and you're all like, well, I wanted the clock. No, I want the clock. Yeah, and something tells me my know. sister's not going to be happy about that. Yeah. Like, Should have tried harder. I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Good. awkward. Well, really my, I have not had this conversation with my dad. He's got a bunch of cool stuff. So, um. <laughs> Are you going to bring it up? <laughs> Something tells me he's a collector like I am. He he collects knickknack. Like, you know, I've got that Roseanne couch from five. It's a cake in my yes. freezer. Like, he's that person. That's where I get that from. Yeah. No, I don't no, know. no. You better... I'm not bringing it up. I'm not going to. Hey, I need to chat with your dad. Just hand him a list of all the things you <laughs> What's want. What's this for? Like a Christmas list? Just the things I'd like. Something to think about in the future. <laughs> Habits that make you, uh, make you look unprofessional to other people, whether it be at work or whether it be in real life, and I have that list, uh, I'm afraid I think you check some of these. Of course I do. What, go on. I might check some of these too, but here, okay. I'm going to throw out the ones that uh, I do believe you're guilty of. Okay. Habits make you look unprofessional. What, first one, laziness. Oh, no, don't, so sorry, that's my inside voice speaking. Lateness. <laughs> what? I am not lazy. You are not lazy, I'm sorry. I am not lazy. Lateness? Sorry, I combined the first and second one. That's where I screwed up. Lateness is one of them. The other one is lazy profanity. Oof. Lazy profanity right. is somebody that's just using curse words all the time in place of other words, and it just makes you wonder... Um, you know, the way that person thinks like, oh, you need to curse all the time. Like, like, is that necessary? Do you have anything else up there? Okay. The lateness, you would be correct. I'm always late. And I would agree. That does make me look very unprofessional. Uh, don't know one. if it'll be changing anytime soon. Um, this is, I think this is the last one I'm going to kind of throw at you that I think okay. you're guilty of habits to make you unprofessional. Flightiness. Oh boy. To be flighty is to be fickle Oof. and irresponsible. You tell, oh gosh. I'm scared. An Go. example of this would be if you tell someone you'll be at a certain place mm. or that you will accomplish a certain thing, accomplish a certain <laughs> thing, and then you never do it. Sorry, you're flighty. <laughs> um, you what? don't really do this at work at all. Okay. You are not flighty at work. You are no. dependable. You say you're going to do something. In fact, you do more than you say you're going to do. Yeah. It's not a problem at work. If it was, you and I probably would have a problem. I was going to say, I don't think we'd get along very well because mm -mm. we have to work very closely we together. We depend on each we other to, to get things yeah. done. Um, outside of work, however, mm. with your friends who have called you out for this, I mm -hmm. think you are flighty and I'll go, I'll provide an example. Great. Um, a friend, this, I'm making this up. This is up, making okay. this up. A friend says, Hey, can you come to my, uh, daughter's fifth grade graduation? 
<laughs> and they ask you two months out. You say yes. Right? Yeah. You say yes. Then you find out two weeks beforehand, <laughs> that's also the same night as a Morgan Wallen concert. <laughs> and guess which one you're going to do. And you're, um, you don't call that person to ask for permission. You may let them know, but you'll I'll let them, them know probably very last minute. But you're informing them that you won't be there. You're not asking for permission. You're not saying, hey, is this is cool. I'd really like to see Morgan Wallen. You're just informing them, I'm so sorry, I can't make it now. <laughs> and in your words, the reason you do it is because YOLO, and I'm not, you're not going to miss out on a cool experience, yeah. although you said yes in the first place. And my advice to you in those instances always has been, number one, do not commit yeah. unless you are 100% sure. And if you do commit, and you know that you want to back out, you need to go to that person and be like, listen, I know I said I would be here, but I love Morgan Wallen so much. I didn't know he was going to be here. Is it okay if I go to that show and then I come over and spend some time with you and your daughter and we have our own little thing yeah. on a different day? Because then at least that person knows that you care. And yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. And actually this is something I've been, I've been working on. What I've realized is that there are Different kinds of people. Some people, like myself, we don't take those things to heart. If my friend said, hey, I'll be at your place on Saturday. See you then. And then at the last minute, they were like, yo, Morgan Wallen concert just popped up. I don't think I can come over. Can that we would piss hang out me another off. time? If somebody said they'd be there, and back, that would make me mad. Okay, but it wouldn't make me mad. So Because you're the one backing out. Oh, you no, said if somebody I'm did it to you. I'm saying if someone did it to me, it wouldn't make me mad because in my mind, I would be like, whoa, yeah, the Morgan Wallen concert is going to be way cooler than coming to my house. You should go do that. Like, I would almost hype them up like, yes, go. That's way cooler. That is how my brain works. So that is why I also act that way. But what I'm realizing is that not everyone's brain works that way. And so I'm hurting people who don't think the same way I think. Oops. And so I have been trying to work on that. Oh, good. But it is hard. I think people and depend on... When I'm 90 years old and I look back, what am I going to remember? The Morgan Wallen concert or the fifth grade graduation? Because I think it's the concert. Okay, well, you're skipping over a big <laughs> part. How about being a good friend? That How is, about the friendships? People right. value the friendships at the end of their life. Yes, yes experiences are important. Sure. All right. But what do they say? You have like five good friends. You get to a certain point in life, you're like, yeah, those are like the best possible friends. Are they going to be your best friends if you back out on them all the no. time? No, and that's why I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying you're right, and it's something I'm trying to work on. Maybe a resolution. It's hard for me. No, I get it. It's I collect experiences. I love a new experience. I love that. That's why I'm always doing things I'm like concerts and travel and go well, here and try this new thing. And but but don't, so just don't say yes to people. Which is all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But something that's that I've also problem. realized, you can't, you really can't get by that way either. You can't just go through your whole you, life and people are I like, would rather hey, you do, do that. you want to come over? And I'm like, ooh. I would rather you say, I'll I'll, I would rather you say, I'll let you know, because then I'm going to kind of assume you're not coming. And then oh. it doesn't surprise me as much. But if you say yes and then don't come and you don't have a good excuse, yeah. I'm going to be annoyed. Especially me, if I were to throw a party at my house, which I don't think I'll... Ever throw a party at my house? Party? I but don't if, think but you if will I either. did, and multiple people at the last minute said, Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I would be mad because I had to go out and buy all this food and had to clean my house. And anyway. I get it. Like I said, I think people, there are two kinds of people in this world. And I'm the flighty one. <laughs> Jesse, one of our coworkers asked me today, she was like, Do you hate Jesse or love Jesse? Because I can't tell. Based off of my sense of humor and, you know, just, you know, we always like pick fun at each other. Well, because we were all in a meeting together. Uh, yeah. And we were sitting in a tiny little room and Anna and I were going back and forth at it. And it, I, she just kept looking. This is a, one of our sales reps. And she looked, I, you would say something. Yeah. And then she would look at me to see what my reaction is. And I was straight faced like. And I think I was straight faced when uh -huh. I was giving you the little jabs. And she doesn't know probably no, us together that well. And she definitely doesn't know me that well because I've only been here like a year. But uh, I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, uh, actually both. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a little bit of love. It's a little bit of hate. We got both. Because I don't know how we got talking about your finances, but I said something like, oh, yeah, yeah Anna's finances are like a dumpster fire. <laughs> and everybody in the room laughed, but she didn't laugh. And she, almost like I went too far. I'm like, oh, no, no. We, we talk about this all the time. Yeah, we almost had to give her the okay, which I get but that. I go, oh, no, no. We're just, well, I'm not joking, but I mean. <laughs> but we're dead. But then I it chimed in. It is sort in, of like, a joke. She doesn't care. Yes, it's true. And, and no, yeah. I don't care. But you wow. ever be if you're ever around a close set of friends yeah. and one of them says something to pick on the other person and you sit there kind of uncomfortable like am I supposed to laugh at that too uh, or because you're not in on it and you need you almost need permission you do you almost have to, to tell the other person yeah yeah you have to if you're a part of yeah you gotta fill the other person like we're just joking like, we're just picking on each and other and I think that's what happened but it just made me laugh I'm like you ever had like an old man pick on you and then he that you're like, you think he's being mean and he winks at you? And you're like, oh, that was a joke. <laughs> like, you, okay. Whoa, wow. I don't like this at all. I started listening to these positive affirmation songs in the morning, maybe when I'm getting ready for work or like this morning. Uh -huh. I did it while I was on my jog at the park. And positive affirmations, they're, they're just these little like phrases that... They hype you up and they kind of get you, I, I guess they just, they get you in like the right mood. So today I was listening to a positive affirmation song about money uh -oh. on my jog. And we actually, we have, we a, have a clip. Yeah. So oh, I would like to listen to this. Okay. This is to hype you up about like your, your finances. Yes. And while you're running. Yes. Oh, fired. <laughs> Let me hear this. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, okay, pause. Wait, are you done already? Do you see abundance of money? Or Jesse, is this life? No, that's the point of an affirmation. It doesn't mean that it's true in the moment. That's why you start repeating it every day. Okay, I'm if so sorry. If you say something every day, then the thought is that eventually it comes true. You I, have to work at it, Let me too. continue. Okay, Anna's, Anna's money affirmation song. Yeah. Uh, 
I am creating my healthy money story. I've not, I've not read that story. Jesse, because that is why I've started listening to positive affirmations. What got me started on this is one day I was having a little bit of anxiety just about, I don't know, work or life. And I sat there and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this today. I am not today, devil. Yeah. And so I found these positive affirmation songs. And the point of it is that if every day, if I start to change the way I word things and I say, I am wealthy, I am writing my positive money story. I, my bank account is overflowing. And I say that every day, then eventually, well, I have to work at it too, but eventually it will happen. It will come true. Haven't you ever heard of manifesting? Yeah, I have. I, That's I'm going to do it. Here's your, here. I got an affirmation song for you, okay? I got to warn you, I'm going to do this on the fly. Okay, here we go. I'm scared. Oh, you're singing. I'm going to do it on the fly. Well, it's a little bit okay, of a rap. Go, ahead, go ahead. Money, 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 money. I have no money, 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 money. Jesse! I have no. That's negative. Wait. Money, 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 money. I'm going to Thailand, so I have no <sighs> money, 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 money. Okay. Another credit card. You don't get the purpose of this. The per- the <laughs> point is that that is generally how I talk about it, isn't it? I usually I sit here and I'm like, I'm giving you a hard my time. finances are trash. My money life is a mess. Oh, no, no. So this I'm changing my wording. Time. So you're not going to hear that from me anymore. You could probably write a negative affirmation song about <laughs> yeah, negative affirmations. That. Write a song about <laughs> me. What is it? What is it I consistently screw up other than saying me and Anna? Like, what do you... <laughs> I won't let that drop. My grammar is trash. (laughs) (laughs) Your speaking sucks. (laughs) It's terrible. You failed third grade. No. No. Congratulations. I am happy. You know what? Yeah. What do they say? Uh, This is the opposite of the positive thing. Garbage in, garbage out. So you're doing the other thing. You're bringing positivity in. Yes. And should lead to positivity coming out. And and, hopefully money in the bank account. Mm. And credit cards paid off. (laughs) Well, you can know you always can count on me for a little advice. Well, we tried that. <laughs> <laughs> Will, our engineer, is sitting in here with the both of us. And Will, Jesse tells me that he has got you on the hunt for someone who spilled coffee right underneath the button to the elevator down in the garage. Yes, yes. So is Jesse the one that got you on the hunt to find the person, the, the who done it? Yes, he sent me a text, sent me a picture of it, and it quoted... Who would do this? <laughs> it's a real problem, Anna. And then what? You had to go back on the cameras? and uh, So I pulled up the camera. We do have a camera facing the uh, elevator in the garage. And I had to go back 24 hours. Now, well, I can't help but feel like this is a, a repeat s- a story. Jesse, is he not known to find these little issues around the building, little mishaps here and there, and then he tries to take up all of your time as an engineer, which I would say is one of the most important jobs in this building, and he tries to take up your time with his little to-do list. Well, let's just say Jesse is very observant. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so he brought it up to me. I'd never go in through that elevator, so I would never notice it. So, But once you notice it, it's really, I'd, I'd say, disturbing. I didn't notice it. It, it, it looks bad. It, like okay. coffee running down the wall. We've only been in this building for two years. Right. Yeah. How many other things has Jesse put on your list just today? I mean, let alone, I mean, he's just constant. Not today, but I put something else on his list yesterday. Well, he wants a password back on (laughs) the 
Yeah. Internal music, I guess the keypads are wide open again. So Jesse brought it to my attention that we need passwords back on there because people keep changing the stations in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Well, they've been changing the, the hallway station away from B105. Yeah, in our building, you, we have multiple radio stations, but we have B105 plays in certain hallways so we can tell if we're on the air and yeah. everything. And people have been changing it. And uh, Jesse doesn't like that. It's not going to fly. I mean, but also there was the carpet square incident. He wants fresh carpet squares placed here in the studio. Did he get you on that or did he pull another engineer that was in? Not all, that was not me. Okay. I went straight to the top on that one. I okay. went to our operations manager and said, can we get these carpet squares replaced in the B105 studio because they're a little dirty? I mean, I guess my point is, Will, do you feel like Jesse is taking away from your important job as an engineer to do just honestly what sounds like personal things? They're personal things that bother Jesse. They really don't matter. It doesn't bother me. Well, I, ap I appreciate it. My goal is to benefit everybody by these requests I make. Uh, I, I, a lot of the requests you don't even know about, Anna, but it's to benefit everybody, to make life easier for other people. I couldn't give you an example of one of those right now, but... Yeah, well, how do the fresh carpet squares make life easier for other people? Here's a great example. That, oh, we're going to skip past that, but like, uh, like, remember like six months ago, Will, I said, our little water machine downstairs is leaking all over the place. Mm. It's a big puddle of water in front of this fairly new water machine. And we, we, because of my bringing that to the attention of engineering, they solved the problem. They figured out it's because mm. the coffee machine sat too close to it. But water's dripping down the cabinets on the floor. And honestly, that doesn't make for a healthy work environment. People feel like they're in like a sloppy work environment. Okay. Right? I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, you're on his you side. Know, uh, we don't want to take any more of your time. Um, I know yeah. you have an important job. I just wondered if... Jesse's to-do list was Hold maybe on. getting the Let me jump in here. My turn. I'm yeah. going to jump in. Oh. Anna's digging for dirt and she was trying to get you no, I... pitted against me and it didn't work. Can we no. just address the fact that that's what happened? I guess. Okay. Well, I, I do believe that's what happened. So, Thank you, Will. And thank Thanks. you for being very attentive no to my needs, which then benefit everybody else. Uh, no <laughs> thank you to our entire engineering department. Oh, sure. Thank you to Will. Anna, is there, uh, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, it's all excuses. You're right and I'm wrong. So, uh, great. That I can tell you, I regret saying that long ago. I said that and Jesse took that piece of audio and he has it on a little button over there that he can just press whenever he wants. Okay. <sighs> and that one. There are several audio clips of my voice that Jesse has on well, buttons. Depending and on the mood and depending on the situation. Okay. If you go too far... I go far, so... <laughs> okay. So don't push me. You got me. No good. <laughs> I'm holding back. I'm not doing it. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, the world famous truth jar here in the B105 studio filled up with questions. Anna's turn to answer a question okay. today. I'll just pull this out randomly, and uh, it's up to you to tell me exactly how you feel about this. Okay. Anna. When is a time that you realized you were too old for something? <laughs> um, a, a time I realized I was too old for something. I I can remember that I played with toys until far past the age that I should have been like playing with like actual toys. I'm not talking about like a board game or something. I mean, actual toys that I was playing with when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Like I, I'm, I'm on my way to high school What's an example of a toy? Uh, Polly Pockets. 
I was obsessed. And not, I, I, you probably don't know much about Polly Pockets, but, you know, there was a time when they were these very little, mini little Polly Pockets in these little cases. And then they made them bigger and they had rubber clothes. And that's more my time frame. So they were like these little mini dolls mm-hmm. and you could dress them and they had little like homes and stuff like that, whatever. I was obsessed with them and I had so many. And I was playing with them well in seventh, eighth grade, you know, I'm getting ready for high school, I'm a middle schooler. And one day I went to school and I had mentioned something along the lines of, oh, I was playing with my Polly Pockets the other day. And a kid looks at me funny and they're like, what? Are you still playing with that? Are you still playing with toys? And I'm like, whoa, yes, I am. And then I kind of had this realization of, oh, kids my age aren't doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm still going home and setting up the... My dolls in my bedroom. This kind of blows my mind a little bit. Why? Because my nephew is about to turn 10 in a couple of months. And he still plays with toys. He plays with these, you know, figurines and stuff. But my point being, fast forward a year or two from now, but that's not really that far. So I, on paper, it it makes sense to continue at that age still playing with those things. But I think a lot happens between 10 and 12 years old. It does. You you get tall real quick and all these things. And and now as an adult, I would tell you that if, I, I think if a kid is still playing with toys, let them have it for as long as they want because you only... One day, that's not going to happen anymore. You only have your childhood for so long. So I would say that there's nothing wrong with it. But in that moment, as a preteen, when a kid in class calls you out for it, like, we're not doing that anymore. Mm. It was a little bit embarrassing. And so I remember I started hiding it after that. Like, I was like, oh, this is not, this is like something I still do. Not everybody else. And I kind of, like, kept it to myself after that. But you kept doing it. Yeah, it was just that moment of realizing that other kids my age were not still Mm. playing with uh, essentially dolls, Polly Pockets, and I still was. And so I felt a little bit embarrassed about it. You know, for all the weirdness from my childhood, all the quirkiness that I tend to bring to this show, Joey and my my brother and I, we didn't do that. We, We were pretty much in line with kids our age, except we were doing things that no other kids were doing like we were doing things adults were doing early. Yeah. Like we made our own radio station when we were 12 and we <laughs> yeah. were professionally recording songs when we were 13. And it was like, we were way ahead. Yeah. But that's what we wanted to do, but we couldn't relate to anybody. This is why we didn't go to homecoming and go to football games and do these things. Cause we were at home, like living you guys the life. started your career at side the age by of side. 10. Yeah. Well, we thought we were going to be a duo. Yeah. I can't relate. But (laughs) you're playing with your Polly Pockets. I was dressing up my Polly Pockets. Oh, my goodness. Way to go, Joe Burrow. 275 million bucks for five years. He signed a contract. We just talked about this, I think, yesterday. And uh, apparently he was just waiting for the ink to dry. And he's announced it. 200. He's the highest paid, I believe, highest paid football in all of it. In the entire NFL. Yes, he is the highest paid player. I feel like a story like this comes out like once a month. Like this person is now the highest paid. So watch for somebody to get like $276 million. Yeah, but for a player in Cincinnati on the Bengals to be the highest paid in the NFL. I saw their operating budgets like $100 million. So does that mean Joe Burrow's using more than Who's half of their budget? <laughs> uh, okay. Here's how it breaks out for his, uh, his new salary. Okay. $55 million a year. Four and a half million dollars a month, one million dollars a week Whoa. for Joe Burrow. Okay. Per day, he makes $151,000 per day, per hour. And that's even the days when he's not just working. 365 days a yeah. year. 
Joe Burrow, with his new salary, will make $6,200 an hour per minute. <laughs> He's making $105 per minute. minute. And every second, Joe Burrow makes $1.74 per second. Every second. <laughs> He's made over 100 bucks since we started talking about this. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And then it's a bit crazy. Whenever I hear stories like this, of, or any millionaire... I think of my measly little life and the things that I'll do for extra money. Like, I know. you know, I'll go pick up shifts as a bartender to maybe make a, a few hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what a great week. <laughs> and then this guy I is know. making a hundred dollars. What, a minute? It's all in perspective, though, because, yeah. you know, when you're making that much money, then you still have to find things to be annoyed. It's like, oh, God, I got to find an accountant. To do this. It's going to be like a super special account because it's a certain amount of money and I got to get a lawyer. We're always going to have things that bother us in life. Yeah, I don't know. Having to find an accountant and a lawyer because of that are good problems to have. Mm, <laughs> I'd yeah. be fine complaining about that. Jesse, you used, to, you used to date a girl. She was a yoga instructor, correct? Yeah. So you've done a couple of the poses. Have you ever done the corpse pose? Yeah, I think that's called savasana. Is that yeah, the very you are, you are correct, but can you tell us what that means? Because I've not oh, done that. It's my favorite pose of what all. What does it look like? It's laying straight it's like you're taking a nap. You're okay. laying on your back. I think you are the most relaxed you could possibly be. You kind of let loose everything. You lay on your back. Your palms are up flat on the ground and okay. your feet just kind of fall to the side. All right. So now ma imagine an entire yoga class doing that corpse pose. They're all laying down on their back. They're loose. They're free on the floor. Mm -hmm. Right. And imagine someone walking by that yoga studio, just peeking in the window. They don't really know what's going on. And then they call the police because they think that all of those people in there on the floor are actually dead. That happened in the UK. Someone called the police and they did a check at this yoga studio because they just walked by and they felt alarmed and they thought that there were just a bunch of like bodies on the floor. Whoa. It makes me wonder how they, like if I walked past and maybe they weren't sure. I'm wondering where this yoga studio, studio like- this was in the UK. No, no, no. I'm just saying like sometimes, like why would someone that doesn't know anything about yoga see this? So was it, you know, because sometimes they have yoga studios in like the airport or maybe it's the first time they've been at a gym and they have a, a, like windows. You could look into the yoga studio and they're freaking out a little bit. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know why the, the windows weren't. But the police, like they, the person who called, they didn't get in trouble. The police said that the person who did make the call had good intentions. But pretty much once the police pulled no, up to the yoga fine. studio, they realized pretty quickly like, oh... This was just a pose. I got to tell you, that was my favorite part of yoga because you lay down, the soft piano music starts, yeah, and the instructor just says, all right, just sink into the ground. And then it's almost like a therapy, like a meditation session where they're like, all those thoughts in your brain, let them go. Yeah. I felt, fell asleep one time and I have seen, I have, at the end of it, I have heard people snoring. People fall asleep. It's so I believe relaxing. That. I did a, a yoga Zoom class for a bit, but I don't remember the names of any of the poses. I do remember at the end we would lay down. It's usually the very end. On our backs. Yeah. And, then and you I, go, Namaste. Well, obviously that was my favorite part too, because that's finally you're not like fighting for your life. I can tell you what my least favorite part of yoga is. Anything that involves legs. Yeah. Like these warrior poses. What I learned is that yoga is way harder than you imagine because yes. it's about balance and your legs become very shaky and you start sweating profusely. 
Yeah, it's I, hard. I realize that too. Yeah, when you watch people do it, it looks like they're just doing a simple stretch, mm. but it's, it takes a lot of, I couldn't no. do some of the, the poses. No, there's good benefits, but you know, if you do it right, play your cards right, you might get a nap at the end. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Jesse, there is a new drink coming out early next year, Gatorade water. Uh-huh. Do you drink Gatorade? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Okay. Uh, I really don't. But So this is actual water. That's that's all it is. But Gatorade is selling it. It will be infused with electrolytes. It doesn't have a flavor. It's alkaline water. Uh-huh. It's, fil- they ha- it's filtered with seven-step process. So it's more or less expensive water. Uh-huh. But with the electrolytes, basically that's like sodium that they, they put in there. And they're say, they're trying to sell it as, this will help keep you hydrated all day long. And they're kind of pushing well, it water off. water does. <laughs> exactly. So that's what a lot of people are saying is like, Gatorade's hoping it will sell because of the name that they have. If you go to the store. Uh, well, they're definitely banking on the name. You can go to the store right now and buy water with electrolytes. It's not a big deal for me. Um, rarely buy bottled water unless it's like a convenience thing sure well you know me like i'll drink straight tap water at home and i don't care i don't i don't care i'm not gonna drink tap water unless that is my only option i don't drink it at work we have filtered water here yeah i'll drink tap water if i'm getting ready to shrivel up and like that's your only position of tap water i don't jesse i'm I'm not gonna go into it because i'll probably say something that's not right but oh, by, by all just means. look at why don't you just look it up look it up what i mean is oh. i'm not going to say it on the air because i don't have oh. all the facts right in front of me oh. but i don't trust it i think that oh. it's just a little funky it's and- a, did you was was this on webmd <laughs> no <laughs> look it up for yourself i'm not going to say that anything that's got fluoride in it it's good for your teeth that's beautiful i can go to the dentist Shout out. Oh, go to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, Wright okay. Dental Center. I'll head out to Wright Dental Center and they'll give me a fluoride Right, I'm coming treatment. over. Can I get some fluoride? Because <laughs> I don't trust the city water. No, never mind. I'm going to get Gatorade water. Now, I wouldn't buy this Gatorade water, but no, I can get filtered um, water. It's such a profit for them on that too because they need water to make Gatorade. So they're literally like, yeah, just don't put the flavor in. We'll yeah, just sell that's that. all this is. I think it's stupid. It's always a little scary when I see these stories. It's like, if you have an iPhone or if you have an iPad, you need to update your software right now. Immediately. Uh, like immediately. And here's why. Well, I, well, here's why. Apple just sent out a, uh, what they're calling a significant security update for iPhones and iPads. Okay. It came out uh, yesterday, actually. It patches up this uh this newly discovered security vulnerability. And basically what happened is it patches this flaw that was being exploited so that uh, bad people could put spyware on your phone. Oh, no. Okay. I So I just updated my phone the other day with a different update. It had new emojis, so I was all on it. No, no, no. This um, is a security But I'm pick. checking right now, and sure enough, there you is do. it already. And it says, this update provides important security fixes and is recommended for all users. And Sometimes so, I know, like, my phone will, it just will, like, pop up. You're like, you should update right now. I'm doing it I'm right like, oh, now okay. as we talk. I'm updating my phone. All right. Spyware. I uh, if you have an Android, this does not apply. But if you have an iPhone, uh, just go ahead and do that. I don't know. Whenever they send those out, especially if they send them, like, real quick, I'm like, oh, if they're freaking out about something, I think I'm going to freak out about something. I know. But then how many times have they said that? And I've never updated it. And all's good as far as I know. As, as far as you know. <laughs> oh, those are dangerous words. <laughs> never noticed anyone spying. <laughs> all right. Go update your phone and your iPad. 
Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. It is time for the Emotion of the Day. My emotion today is uh, confusion. Why? You know, I thought a little bit ago, you and I were talking about that Gatorade has decided they're going to come out with their own version of water. It's not flavored. It's just Gatorade water. It's going to have electrolytes. I mean, it's going to be fine, but I, I think something like that already exists. I think it's called um, Smart Water, but maybe it's it, just no, It's exactly like Smart Water. But it, Gatorade's like, let's get in the H2O game. Yeah. Uh, but I told Anna, I was like, no, I don't really buy bottled water much. I typically drink a lot of tap water, and you're not on board with that. And then we get this phone call. I agree with Anna, and I buy bottled water. I don't drink the fountain, uh, the tap water at all. And why is that? Just the stuff that I've heard about it. But I preferred bottled water over the tap water. So then I'm like, oh, are you recycling? I recycle a pretty good amount. That gentleman said he did too. Anna says um, it's not important enough for her right now. Jesse, now you Is are making accurate? me sound so bad. I live in an apartment. They do not offer recycling. Yeah. I have a tiny little place. It requires a lot more work for me to recycle than mm. you would think. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have the time and effort for that right now. Okay. I care about it. I don't have the time and effort for it, Jesse. And by the way, I do not drink bottled water. I have a filtered. Mm water pitcher at my house and I use that and I use a reusable water bottle every day. So don't come I, at me. I'm just saying the, ha the hatred down. the hatred on the tap water hurts me a little bit. It's perfectly fine. Shout out to Silverton Tap Water. Go ahead and, and Google plus. that. Okay. And then you come back. Okay. To me. Well find anything you want on Google. WebMD. You know okay, Next, here's my emotion. My emotion, I'm actually I'm feeling great. I'm really excited for the oh. weekend. I am going back to Muncie, Indiana this weekend for the first time since I moved away. I lived there for six years, moved out there to do radio, lived out there. I made friends and everything, and uh, I haven't been back in oh, a year and a half. It's calling you back, huh? Mm, one of my friends is getting married, so I'm oh, going out cool. there. And I even hit up one of my old flings in Muncie, Indiana, and he will be my date oh, to the wedding. Oh, man, this sounds like a so, Hallmark movie. It's a whole reunion. Go, go back to the small town. Oh, and back in the small town, find that fling that got away. Reunite with Ooh, my man. So, I'll meet no, you in the park. We are just going as friends. But, oh, um, okay, well, we'll see. We'll yeah, talk about this uh, on Monday. Okay, yeah, so more details on Monday, but I'm yeah. excited to go back and see everyone. That's, do you have a restaurant you're looking forward to in Muncie? I, I do have one. I don't know if I'll if I'll get to hit it up, but I've made plans with a couple of my other friends yeah. around the wedding, and and they're excited to have me back. I know it's gonna it's that gonna be that strange feeling when you haven't. I lived there for so long yeah. and haven't been back, and I'm gonna get all these weird feelings when I oh good when I go back. So yeah, well have a great time in Muncie, Indiana. Thank you. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.